We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Bum, Hi everyone! And he's Grogu. He is going, so buddy? glad you're back, Aunt Brenda. I mean, Thank he, you. He is not the only one. We're he's all glad you're back, Brenda. Thank you. I'm so glad to be back. And we are all on the road with Mickey. <laughs> this is episode 167 for April 24th, 2023. And our feature topic this week is a celebration of the 25th anniversary of Animal Kingdom Park. So, we're looking forward to sharing our thoughts on the park. But first, we have some Animal Kingdom cheddar from the Big Cheese. And Brenda, you start us off. Oh, awesome. Well, of course, as you know, from our feature topic, this past Saturday was the 25th anniversary of Animal Kingdom Park. In addition, April 16th was the 22nd anniversary of the opening of Animal Kingdom Lodge, which we love. Yes. Yeah. All right, then, and it's my turn. More Animal Kingdom news, because Animal Kingdom is all about Animal Kingdom today. In celebration of Earth Day and the 25th anniversary, there is a rare meet and greet at the Tree of Life with Baloo and King Louie from the Jungle Book. We've not seen those in a while. Oh, sweet. Oh, yeah, that is... Those are rare meet and greets. You don't see them in the parks very often. Yeah, no, that's rare that, than Tinkerbell. At Walt Disney World, because, you know, at Disneyland, there's a lot more rare characters. But at Disney World, you don't get that a lot. And that's so great they're doing that. I'm so glad they're doing that. Yeah. yeah. And then rounding out our cheddar, Doug and Russell from Up can be found on one of the flotillas that you see out on the water in the, what is the water, the river, the discovery river or something like that. Um, and they are also here as part of the earth day and animal kingdom celebrations. So Sweet. I think um, in all of this kind of cheddar, it's kind of like short lived. I don't think you're going to have much opportunity to see Doug and Russell um, out on the flotilla anyway, and you're also not going to have much chance to see Baloo and King Louie. So if you're there, make a point to go see them because you don't see them in the parks very often. So. Yes, for sure. That's awesome. So so that's our Animal Kingdom cheddar from the Big Cheese. And we're going to hop right into our feature topic. We are celebrating the 25th anniversary of Animal Kingdom Park. And we each have a list of five things, both present or from the past, if you want, that we are excited that we like about the park. So we're going to share them. And Brenda, since you're since you're back, you go at it, girl. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, I have four things that are still currently there and one thing that is no longer there, at least right now. It could come back. It just hasn't yet. Um, So I'm going to start with that one. And that is the Ultimate Nights of Adventure VIP tour in Animal Kingdom Park. And even though it's discontinued right now, I'm a a sucker for those 
evening hours, you know, extra magic hours you pay for when the park is closed and you stay and, and do your thing. I, I almost will always do that. If it's offered, I will do that because less crowds get on the rides fast. I like being out at night more than waking up early. And, um, I used to love that because you got, you got what was fast pass back then. It was a four hour tour and you got fast pass back then to Everest, Kilimanjaro Safari at night, Flight of Passage, Navi River, and Dinosaur. And then they have snacks and beverages. And some of the beverages are alcoholic, which I couldn't have, but other people could. And then they gave you a souvenir lanyard. And it was just a nice experience. And I love doing things like that at night. So, so I hope they'll bring that back to Animal Kingdom sometime soon. I do, too. It sounds like it was a precursor to to the after-hours parties. Yeah, yeah. It, well, and it was more exclusive because it was, you know, it was a VIP tour. Yeah. It wasn't just kind of do it on your own. But it was, back then, it was like 200 and, wow. I think it was $249 a person. So, that you know, you have to remember, though, that some of the time we travel with all the family, some of the time we travel, Butch and I and the two oldest granddaughters, and then some of the time we travel just us two. So, it depends on how you're traveling if As you want to whether you would it, do it right right yeah so but it was a great experience and i used to love it so there you go that yeah was my first one well that's mm-hmm. a great start that's a very good start thank you Sophie, Sue, and I'm over next. here. I'm just talking about the rides at first. I'm not even talking about all that kind of stuff because well we haven't actually done that. We haven't. No. But hey, rides are rides and they are what make a park sometimes. Let's just be honest. And the ride that I'm talking about right now, Expedition Everest. Yay! I love oh, that ride. Killer ride. There you go. I love it, love it, love it. I love the entire area of the park that surrounds it. It fits so well. And the place where it is, I love the entire Asia subcon not subcontinent, but area of the park. Yeah. And it's just it's amazing. It really makes you feel like you're walking through some remote place in India or something. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy how talented those creators are. I mean, just yeah, goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so authentic, so authentic looking, and just puts you right there. Yeah, exactly. That's what makes, you know, that's what makes Disney different. The immersion, you know, definitely. it's not just, you know, acres after acres of, of, you know, tar and. And asphalt that exactly. leads you from one roller coaster to another roller coaster to another roller coaster. It is so much more than that. So we need to yeah. coin that. We need to coin that. That is such a true statement and right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even yeah. places like Universal or Bush Gardens, even, they don't have the same level. Universal, especially like Bush Gardens up in Wilmington, is it? Williamsburg. Williamsburg, sorry, I get my tones mixed up all the time. Even them, they are themed after all of these European countries, and they still don't come close to what Disney has done. And I love Busch Gardens Williamsburg. I think it's amazing there. Yeah. Yeah. Last week when we talked 
a brief sidebar, about the closest thing to the immersion that we've seen outside of Disney is um, Harry Potter, Wizarding World. That is about as that is close very authentic. to, to yeah. what you would feel like you're actually there. Yes. Um, you know, and, and we talked about that, but but you're right. Um, a lot of the a lot of the other areas are just, you know, and, and, and they have their own system, their own thinking of it. But you're right. As far as dropping you in the middle of Asia right by Everest, you know, and, yeah. and the culture and the way it feels like you're part of the, that scene. It just, it just doesn't compare. It's just on a league of its own. So. Yep. It's awesome. So, yeah. That's a great choice, Sophie. Yeah. Thank you. I am um, taking us back in time. Ooh. Primeval world. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Awesome, Brenda. That was awesome. Blew my thunder away. <laughs> Primeval World was not on my list. I'm saying it right now. I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but Primeval World, I remember waiting and waiting for myself, my tiny little self, to grow tall enough to ride that ride. And when I finally got on it, it was underwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, that was an example of the anticipation was better than the experience. Yeah, yeah, that happens sometimes. And and Sophie, bless her heart, she was she had to be forty eight inch. She had to be four foot tall to ride that thing, and finally she could do it. And then she's like, "Was that it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I hear you, honey. I hear you. Oh, it is what it is, but. Anyway. Well, where are you really taking us back in time since I blew that primeval part? <laughs> no, it's not to Spaceship Earth. I'm taking us back to 2007. Ooh. 2007. I was six. You were six years old. It was our first time staying on property, and we stayed at Coronado Springs. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, is a short distance away from the park. And we took bus. They had extra evening extra magic hours at Animal Kingdom, which was a rarity. And the part that was open was Dino Land USA. And they had a block party um, out with the characters. Goofy was there. Chippendale were there. I think Donald was there. And it was all in the Dino Land USA area. And it was so much fun. Um, that was like what was neat about it, Brenda, was Sophie was young enough that she had some hesitancy around some of the characters sometimes, not entirely, but just a little bit. But in that block party, there's all these kids and all these parents and all these characters, and it's like you could just see her just like. I'm going for it. And she had so much fun. She was sweet. She was pulling her pigtails like this and Goofy was pulling <laughs> his ears like that. And she I was, love it. she was getting photos with Chip and Dale and it was just awesome. 
It was just fantastic. Awesome. And it was like it was like you had unlimited access to the characters, you know? It was that just really great. cool. And it was at night and it was at Animal Kingdom. So yeah. but I could have sworn that picture of me with my pigtails and goofy with his ears. I thought that was from Epcot. That you did that twice. You did oh. it first at the block party, and then the next year you did the same thing. Oh, <laughs> at cool. Epcot. That's awesome. Actually, oh my gosh. Was Epcot. Love that. It might have been Cape May, but um or maybe Sweet. at Chef Mickey's. But anyway, yeah, you did it, you did it two years in a row. And then you're like, okay, I had enough of that. Oh. <laughs> but it was well, neat. It was that neat. Is that awesome. Was, that was a fun experience to be able to go to the Animal Kingdom at night when they're normally not open. Yeah. And be able yes. to have fun yes. with characters like that. So that block party is a memory. So that yeah, was that is a great one. One of my favorites. Yeah. So Yay. That is a great one. Well, I'm going to be kind of boring on my next one because I'm seconding. Seconding? Yeah. Yeah, I'm seconding Sophie's number one choice, and that's Expedition Everest because, you know, it's Expedition Everest. It's one of the greatest thrill rides anywhere at Walt Disney World. So it speaks for itself. After you get off the ride for the 10th time, you can head right down the road and get your favorite ice cream. There you go. At, <laughs> yeah. the, Nanda, at the Nanda Par food truck. And that's right. It's really truck. good. And that ice cream is so good. Oh, Especially when it's free. The roller coaster is ice cream afterwards. Yeah. Especially, and not before. <laughs> especially when it's free. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another Disney thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, then. Well, that is a good one, Aunt Brenda. Specifically. Good. So good. That ride is just so unique and so, but it does have, you know, when it goes backwards and it pushes you into your seat and does that, that very tight turn, it does make some people very sick. Yeah. Gotta, you know, if you're listening and you have not ridden it, you know, you need to, I mean, God, I hope you try it at least once, but you know, I hate for anybody to be sick, but I hate for anybody to miss out on something that good. Yeah. Because they're scared of, you know, something possibly. Mm -hmm. So give it a try. I hear you. Sophie, number two on your list. Number two, another ride. Yay. Flight yeah. of Passage. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, it is really, you know. I don't know how to say this exactly, but I feel like my love for Animal Kingdom has only gotten bigger as the years went by. Mm -hmm. Because when you're a little girl and you can't even go on the rides that you want to go on and you're just kind of stuck over in Dino Land USA because nothing else in the park interests you, it gets really boring really fast. But then, as you get older, you start to expand your horizons. It's like with food. You start to try new things. You start yeah. to go to new sections of Animal Kingdom. You find Africa, you find Asia, and then you find the new Pandora world that they replaced Camp you, Mickey and Minnie with. Exactly. Camp Mickey Minnie, yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. And that world, oh my goodness. I love Pandora so much. Avatar, the Avatar movies were some of my favorite. And riding on a banshee in Flight of Passage, it really does feel like the closest thing you'll get to being in heaven. Totally. It really does feel like that. It really does. Seeing the clouds and the just, it's just so and the beautiful. whimsical world, too. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. even with the huge, ginormous animals all around yeah. you that feel could gobble you up in one go, it's amazing. It is so awesome. For sure. Yeah. Great choice. Great choice. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. That is a good choice. Um, you know what I'm ex I'm seeing here? I have some rides too in mind. Um, but the first two I'm I'm looking back and I'm taking us back to I wanna say two thousand eight. That's the year it closed. Um and I'm remembering special things that we didn't see but once or twice you know like we only did the the block party once and we only saw this the show once mm -hmm. but for whatever reason it just captivated me and i and i think it's partly because after the show was over it was such a small thing but after the show was over the cast members and the characters would stay around and you could you could go get pictures it's kind of like um, you know how Voices of Liberty, after they do their pre-show, before you go into the American experience, um, and afterwards, a lot of times they'll just hang out and you can have a picture with some of the some of the singers, which Sophie's done in the past. Um, yeah. Same thing with this show, and that was um, that was the Pocahontas and her forest friends show. Oh yeah. And there was a special tree that was Grandmother Willow <clears throat> and Pocahontas in character form was was there and some of her friends and it was just a itty bitty little thing and I think we saw it in 2008 <laughs> and I, we only saw it once. And and um I've learned in my research that it opened when the park opened in 1998 and it was there for about 10 years. So it closed in 2008. Um, but I just remember Sophie having so much fun because she got to go up afterwards and got a picture with Pocahontas and mm -hmm, all those yeah. sorts of things, you know, and it was just, it wasn't by any stretch an elaborate thing. It was, I would put it, um, kind of on par with like, um, seeing the, the bird show that, that they do, um, in Animal Kingdom, where you go and you see the birds, it's near, it's near Cali River in in that area, I think. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like on on par with that kind of show. It's so it's not by any means the the beat all end all kind of thing. Oh my gosh, have you seen it? No, you got to go see it, kind of thing. Well, but, it's very unique though to see Pocahontas. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so. So it's just for whatever reason, it's just stuck in my craw. <laughs> <laughs> But it was it fun. Is. I remember seeing it, you know, and and I I remember enjoying it as much as Sophie and Cindy did. So, so there you go. That's awesome. So, 
that's the last of my great choice of my um attractions and experiences that are no longer there so now mm. my next ones will all be things that you can do right now so good 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 all right so that's number two all right that's number great. three for brenda so for me you okay so you could do this and then you couldn't do it and then it came back but it was modified and then now supposedly it's back to normal but i have not experienced it since it's been back to normal and that is tusker house and uh. always on every trip when my kids were you know when my kids were going with us and then since we had the granddaughters they we've always done tusker house breakfast we always do like the very last slot available where breakfast ends and lunch starts so that we go through the line for breakfast and get breakfast foods, meet all the characters, and we go back through the line and get what we want for lunch foods because <laughs> they change it out. And it's always been a great experience because you get to meet, you know, they're all in their little safari outfits and there's Donald and Daisy and Mickey uh -huh. and Goofy. And they really, at least in our experience, they spent a good amount of time with the table so you could get various pictures you know with who whomever like one of them and then everybody or whatever and it's always been a really good experience really good food the juice is yummy there that juice that they have that's only in animal kingdom <laughs> is really good i don't know if they i don't think they call it jungle juice i don't remember what they call it but it's really really good so I'm going to say Tusker House because it's it's been a family favorite for a long, long time. And I'm hoping that since it's supposed to be back to normal, that it is back to normal. And if anybody out there is listening and you've been recently, you can let us know your thoughts on it. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be great. Tusker House. Tusker House. Tusker House. So you did have food in your list. Actually, I didn't have, it was my runner up, but since Sophie and I think exactly alike, I went ahead and replaced one of mine with, Got it. because I know oh. she, she and I are going to probably do that again. <laughs> so I replaced one of mine with Tusker House. Well, fair go. enough, because I'll be honest, Tusker House, I don't generally consider it. And I think as a result, it might be one of my not so favorite places to eat at Animal Kingdom. Oh. Well, we've never eaten there. That might be why. Yeah, oh. that might be why. Yeah. Don't don't rule it out because it's it's been a really good experience. So give it a try sometime. Okay then. All right. Hmm. Well, I guess it's time for my number three then. Yeah. And we're veering slightly away from rides and we're talking about shows now. I know what show she's going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Do you? Yep. I Which think so. Which show am I going to talk about, Daddy? Um, the Festival of the Lion King. <laughs> yep. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. I had a 50-50. It's either that or, or Finding Nemo the Musical. And I, I figure it's probably not. It's probably the other. So. Oh, well. Don't get me wrong, I love Finding Nemo the Musical, but after it got closed for who can even remember how long, I'm still a little bit salty about that. Mm. Mm. 
And that was supposed to be a pun, but it obviously didn't land because salt water. <laughs> oh, sorry, I missed it. <laughs> I've got yeah, whatever my, my What more do you want? <laughs> it's okay. My humor is not always that good. But anyway, Festival of the Lion King. I am so sad that I had to miss it on my last trip to um Animal Kingdom. And that was the trip with Stephanie and Shane and the girl. Was Shane there? I can't exactly remember. I'm so no, sorry, Shane. he wasn't Shane. at that one. He wasn't at that. This was for your birthday. Yeah, you're right. He had important work things to do. But yeah, it yeah. was Stephanie. It was Aunt Robin. It was Mima. And of course, it was... Daddy. And Lindsay and Mackenzie. The lovely little ladies that they are. And they all went to see Festival of the Lion King. But uh, I was more interested in going to another ride, which might, may or may not be talked about. Here, Who I'm knows? Gonna, it may or may not, but I'm going to. I'm going to think it is. I'm going to think it is. And I don't know exactly what we're talking about, but I'm going to share a photo real quick mm. so that so that she can be part of the show. Oh. That there, that is Mackenzie sitting in her mother's lap, and she's like, mm-hmm, yes, this is mildly entertaining. And then there's my mom, and there's my sister, and there's Lindsay, and I'm the one taking it, so I'm sitting next to Steph. So there you go. Yep. I love Festival of the Lion King. It is such an awesome show. I yeah. really like... Honestly, the Lion King itself is a masterpiece, and I'm glad that they adapted it into a show that so we can all experience the songs from the movie in yeah. live action. Yeah, it's a great show. It's oh a great God. show. Really and the puppets and the animatronics, those are amazing. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a good show. Really good. Yeah, that's a do not miss for sure. That is definitely a do not miss. And I'm going to talk about the other do not miss as far mm -hmm. as shows. Um, and I'm going to, you know, it, it was a 1A and a 1B. I think Festival of Lion King is the 1A. But but not that far off, 1B is Finding Nemo the, the musical. The salty one? The salty one. So the Finding Nemo um, show is really good. And you know what I recently found out? What? The show, that musical, it is actually a very heavily condensed version of the one that you will find on Broadway. Mm -hmm. The songs from that musical are the ones that are in the, and we all know Disney makes a lot of Broadway musicals of their movies, and they are mostly great, but I love I love that they brought like a tiny little snippet of it to Disney World because I would yeah. have loved to see all these musicals. Yeah. Yeah. That's really true because you get so much variety of everything at Walt Disney World. It's not just rides. I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's different. It's music. Yeah. So <sighs> it's music, it's songs, it's happiness, it's awesome. It's magic. That's right. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right. But yeah, both of those both of those shows um are worth seeing not just for their content, but also if it is the middle of a blazing hot summer day and you need to cool down, those are both good places to do so. 
but you won't just be there to cool down. You'll be there to enjoy the show as well. So, yeah, it's not just, hey, go in here to take a nap. It is go in here to cool down, but also enjoy the show. So, all sure. right. So, Brenda, number four on your list. Number four on my list. Okay. <clears throat> I have really loved sharing this particular experience with my kids and with my grandkids. Every time we do it, we learn something new that we didn't know the time before. And we've done it, I don't know, 30 times. <laughs> and that is Kilimanjaro safaris. Yeah. We love, I mean, especially when it's the first time for one of the kids, because it is truly people. It is the closest thing to a real African safari that you can get anywhere. I mean, it's like 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. It it has so much information. You see so many animals and it's just a really unique experience they put in there in the savannah. And they, yeah. you know, the people talking, some of them say they, they're similar jargon, but they'll add different facts in there about mm-hmm. things. And it's just really, it's really neat to share that with the kids. It's, it's really a great experience every time. Yeah. And I like, um, One of the things I like that they've started doing more recently, I think, is they talk about all the conservation efforts that Disney does and really talk. I mean, like you can hear in some of the some of the the drivers just how involved and how much it means to them. Because you can just hear the passion of the of what they're doing and how they're doing it and what Disney has given back and everything like that. You can just hear it in their, in their, in their speech and the way they talk about it. So it's really cool that they, that they incorporate that in, you know? Yeah, they're proud and they have a real animal hospital there in the park. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a real, it's a real thing. It's not, you know, I even had, I've had guests, not recently, but in years past who you know, saw the bottomless hippos, obviously, in the jungle, the jungle crews and the, you know, fake animals. And they thought that the animals on the savannah were animatronic, audio animatronic, or not even audio, but animatronic. And I'm like, no, those are real animals. Like, yeah. It's crazy wild how they've done this. To me, it's yeah. really, really perfect. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is really good. It re- Really, really good. And the Ma- the Maharaja Jungle Trek, it's along the same stock as those. Mm-hmm. It is just so amazing. It is. And you know what? If it's my turn now. Yeah, go for it. Well, I'm going to piggyback off of Aunt Brenda a little, but I'm going to talk about something else. And that is, and here are the rules. The rules are no Animal Kingdom Lodge and no um, Boma. None of the stuff, it has to be directly related to the park. And technically, this is following that rule. I'm talking about the Disney Plus show, Magic of the Animal Kingdom, because it talks about all the animals that you will find in Animal Kingdom and some in Epcot, but mainly Animal Kingdom. That show... Honestly, I don't know if any of you guys remember this, but there was this one TV show on, like, I don't even remember, HDTV or something, 
way, way many years ago, and it was called 2Q. And it talked about baby puppies and baby kittens from birth all the way up until they're ready to leave their mothers and be adopted into other families. It gives off the same vibes as that show, Magic of the Animal Kingdom does, because there are so many baby animals on that show, and it's just it's addictive to watch and it really makes you care about these animals as much as the cast members do because they do care and you can sort of learn who these animals are. They are so much smarter than we give them credit for. They have names, they have personalities and it's just, hmm, it tugs on your heartstrings. Yeah, it does. And, and you're absolutely right, Sophie. And it's not just that you get to learn more about the about the animals. It's almost a behind the curtain look at how things are done at the park because yeah. you also learn more about the cast members that are caring for these animals and you get to you almost feel like you get to know them as people as much as you learn about you know, the giraffes and the elephants and the hippos mm -hmm. and so forth and the rhinos and all that. It, it's it's almost like you're getting to know them just as much as you're getting to know the the those beautiful creatures that they're helping to, to care yeah. for. So yeah. it's really a neat it, it is a neat show and it is really cool that Disney does this. And they they've had they have two seasons out now. The first season was narrated by Josh Gad. And the second yeah. season, I don't remember who the narrator is, but um, but either way, they're both really, really good. And they're they're doing really neat stuff and kind of sharing um, in their own way just how just how much Disney looks after these. It's, you know, when a lot of people, when they think about Animal Kingdom, they think, well, it's just a zoo, but it is so much more than just a zoo, obviously, mm -hmm. because of the rides and everything but also it's not just you're going to a zoo you're going to to see how these how these beautiful creatures interact and and you know how they live out their days and everything like that and so and that show kind of brings that up to the forefront a little bit more so it's really neat so yeah great choice great choice yeah really good choice sophie thank you really good one um Number four for me is I'm going to talk about, Sophie talked about Flight of Passage. I'm going to talk about the Navi River Journey. I'm going to talk about the Navi River Journey. And it's the, it's kind of like, in some ways, it's almost like the forgotten stepchild. You know? Well, it's overshadowed a little bit by Flight of Passage. I wouldn't call it a stepchild, yeah. though. Yeah. I would say it's more like the younger sibling. Okay. Yeah. But it's kind of overlooked a little bit because of Flight of Passage. But but Navi River Journey on a, on its own, I, in my opinion, it stands up there with any of the other boat-type attractions that you find at Disney. I mean, yeah. it is... It is so unique in its own way. It's a, the the way that they have it all laid out and the scenery and just how relaxing it is. I mean, it, it's not something I, I do every single time because sometimes the line, to be honest, is still ridiculously long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, 
but it is really neat to experience, you know? And so Navi river journey is, is one of the newer things that I really like. So it's on my list. Very good. Yeah. The bioluminescent stuff is beautiful to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm on my final one. Yeah. This went fast. All right. Well, my final one is also on the river, but a little different than the Navi River Journey, and that is Cali River Rapids. There you go. And <laughs> you never know if you're going to get lucky or if you're going to get soaked straight to the bone. So always use the free lockers the provided, but you're right around the corner from the ride. Go put your stuff in the locker. Be safe. Carry an extra pair of socks in your backpack in case, you know, in case your feet get wet, but ride the Cali River. It's a lot of fun. And I think, I think a big part of the fun is not knowing if you're going to get lucky or if you're going to be the one. Now, listen here, Aunt Brenda. I say getting lucky and getting soaked are the exact same thing on that ride. Oh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand your point of view, though. And I think most young people would feel exactly the same way you do. Not to mention with the Florida sun, you get dried off pretty quickly anyway. Like yep. that, you're done. You're done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's I'm a fun in, ride. You know what? I, I, I'm in Team Sophie on that one because if I'm riding Cali River Rapids, I'm riding it because I want to get soaked. Because oh. it's I don't blazing get soaked, hot. If you don't get soaked, then it's not lucky. It is very unlucky. And exactly. that's when you hope it breaks down right before you're about to get off. <laughs> and the only thing they can do after they fix it is send everybody through again. Oh That'd my goodness. Awesome. Well, you I'll know? tell well, when it's 40 degrees outside, which does happen at Disney though, you don't want to be the one. You don't want to be the one. True. That's when but you don't ride it. I was going no, to say at 40 degrees it. I'm not riding. I have to ride it and take my chance. I I have to ride it. Now, I've been lucky and I haven't been lucky. I have been soaked to the bone when it's 40 degrees, and that's just the way it was. I was prepared for it when I made the decision. (laughs) But it's still so much fun. But, you know, people, listen. If you stand in the line for an hour and there's any lightning anywhere in the area at all, they're not going to keep it going. They're going to close it. So... As they should, because that's very out. dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Keep an eye out. Yeah. Yeah. So, tips from Brenda. That's tips right. From Brenda. That's right, because we're like, but that lightning's twenty miles away. It didn't matter. Yeah. No nope. matter. Florida weather. Weather. Safe than sorry. Yeah. Florida weather is very, very fast. You will find. Yeah, yes. those rods on the top of all the buildings are not decoration people. <laughs> yeah. Or lightning rods. We do not want what happened to Tower of Terror to happen anywhere else. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's only meant to happen at Tower of Terror because it looks really cool and it fits the storyline really well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But and that's then another it's show for another day. The Twilight Zone. <laughs> <sighs> oh. All, all right, right Sophie. Number five on your list. So this is something I have not done before, but I really wanted to do it while it was still a thing. But unfortunately, it has been um, discontinued. 
but I was really hyped to do it when I had the opportunity to do it before that opportunity got tragically stripped away. And that would have been Rivers of Light. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to see that show because for those of you who don't know, I am an avid lover of World of Color. So I will take anything at Disney that comes even close to what World of Color is. That's why I loved Harmonia so much. It's why I really wanted to see Rivers of Light. World of Color is so mesmerizing. So Rivers of Light, Rivers of Light. I just really wish I could have seen it. In my humble opinion, Rivers of Light had nothing compared to World of Color. I mean, not even close. World of Color is so unique. Yeah. Well, at Fantasmic, to me, Fantasmic is the closest to World of Color. I see. Okay. Hmm. Good to know. And and that's kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, it, for me, Rivers of Light, I never saw it either. And I wish I wish I'd had the opportunity and, and made time to see it once. Um, but I almost feel like if I go YouTube it and see an episode of it, you know, and then maybe on there I would realize that it really doesn't hold a candle to World of Color, which, you know, I don't know anything in those type shows does, but, um, cause okay, roll of color. So. so anyway, but, but at I, the same I'm time, the pictures. You, yeah, I agree. I would have liked to seen it as well. So, yeah, but because that's, it is what it is. Right. Cause just the pictures, like, look at this stuff. Didn't it seem yeah. like it had very long a run. Did it? It didn't. Which is a really big shame. Like, look at that. It is so pretty. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen it. Maybe they'll bring it back. They might. Maybe. I hope. You never know. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You don't know. So. But that that is a good choice, Sophie. So. Mm -hmm. I I agree with you. It would have been something that would have been neat for us to experience. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. no regrets. We just move on and we look at the next thing. And yeah. for me, I am taking us on a slight train ride. It's the train that's not really a train. <laughs> and it takes us up to Rafiki's Planet Watch. And specifically, I like... Um, I didn't do the attraction. I, I like that you can do the... the um, that you can do the conservation station there and you can, what, what is it that animation um, Academy, the animation Academy. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, I like that you can do that there now that it's not just gone, Yeah. you know? Um, Cause you know, I still think it would be better used back at Hollywood studios, but if it's not, then having it here is good too. But I like, I just like taking that journey, you know, on, on the uh, on the train and going to Rafiki's Planet Watch and just kind of explore. It's almost like when you're at Animal Kingdom, it's almost like going to an extension, you know, like its own little little area, its own little park. For sure, you know, yeah. and and it doesn't have a lot of things to do there, 
It's not like beat all end all. Um, they have the but, petting zoo there, though. Yeah. And Chip yeah. and Dale are there. Mm-hmm. But That's it good. is neat to explore. It's neat to experience it and just kind of hang out. Um, it's kind of like, in some ways for me, it's kind of like when you go over to Tom Sawyer Island at the Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. knowing that it's not something that, oh my gosh, I've got to see this at Tom Sawyer Island. No, it's there because you're going for the experience and just kind of relax and slow down and take it easy and the same thing there you know at Rafiki's is you're going there just kind of slow down and relax and see what's there and see what you're going to come across you know yeah don't Um, try to stick it in between two different genie plus you know don't try to stick it into some short span of time do it when you're not you know having to get back for something because you're going to want more time there than you thought and it's it's mm-hmm. just not going to be as enjoyable. Try not to do that. Try not to yeah. stick it into something. Yeah. Take some time over there. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because um, we talked about Pocahontas earlier, number two on my list. Number five with Rafiki, we we actually went into the building and Pocahontas was there to greet us. Yay! <laughs> so it was like, those are like the two times that that I remember anyway that, that Sophie was able to get a picture with Pocahontas. Great! <laughs> That is great. So it's like, wow, you don't know who you don't know who you're gonna see, you don't know what you're gonna see and what's gonna be going on, but it's it's like one of those things around the corner, there they are, you know? Yeah. So so it's just neat. So I like it. I think it's a neat area to go kind of relax and explore a little bit and and you know you you there's no way out of there except by the train. So you know. You can almost, you know, like you could sit on the bench and say, kids, go go pet the animals. And, you know, they're right there petting the animals, you know, so. You could buy the feed and, you you know, they get to feed them. I mean, I, you know, where I live, you that's not, I mean, we can't just do that anywhere. I mean, we could go to the Houston Zoo, but um, that's a neat experience for kids to be able to feed them. Yeah. So it's good to spend some time over there. Yeah. Yeah. That was so a great choice. That's number five. And, you know, I will also uh, freely admit that on my list, um, if they hadn't been taken, I would have had Expedition Everest and <laughs> Kilimanjaro Safaris and Cali River Rapids. Um, all of hey, those. Getting you could have had ex- Expedition Everest with our us. food truck. I would have that. Those all would have been on my, <laughs> they're all on my honorable mention list. Yay. <laughs> Daddy, good. you could have had the same choices as us it would have been okay i know and it's not that you know there's more than just five things to see so yeah so that's okay you're right you're right notice however that uh dinosaur and it's tough to be a bug (laughs) did not make it to any of our lists exactly no 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 No. not on my list and you know (laughs) i I read a blog post once about some attraction and how it was the absolute worst attraction at Disney World. And I'm like, and I don't remember which one it was. Huh. Tough to be a bug. Well, no. No, it wasn't a tough to be a bug. It was something else. Something what? that I actually enjoy. And I <laughs> can't remember. I got to go find it. But, um, but I, 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 it, I, it got me to the point I'm like, wait a minute. 
Uh oh. How could how could it's tough to be a bug not be the absolute worst attraction ever at Disney? Oh, it's not my worst. What's your worst? Astro Orbiter. Oh my God, I am not going up there. <laughs> well, I mean, no, fair no, enough, no. but at least fair enough, I suppose. But at least it doesn't involve you know a wasp stinging you in the rear and people trying to like kill you because you tried to kill them. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. who the heck thought that would be a good attraction? Yeah. So. Ooh. So anyway, anyway, I just thought I'm like, how could they do? But anyway, yeah, it, it, there's neither one of those. They made the show, but they didn't <laughs> make it for way. the right reason. Uh-uh. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that, my friends, I think that wraps us up as far as our feature topic goes, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it is now time for this day in Disney history for April 24th. Yay. Sophie, take it away. All right, then. Well, I've got two things, and they happened relatively recently in comparison to a lot of our other things. Mm-hmm. And they happened on April 24th of 2009. And one of these is the retirement. So, Imagineering legend Marty Schuyler announces in a letter to all Imagineers that he will say goodbye to Walt Disney Imagineering on July 17th of 2009. A Disney legend, Skyler began as a Disney cast member 53 years ago on this day. So let's see, 2009, 53, 19, sorry, I'm not good at math. 1953. 1956. 1956, thank you. He began 50, we're going to go with it. I think you're right. Oh, wait. 1956. Never mind. If I read further down, it would say. Okay, yeah. Anyway, we're just going to keep reading because I'm not good at math. At Di- he began as a cast member at Disneyland's Public Relations Department and joined Walter Elias Disney Enterprises in 1961. Disney will honor him with a window dedication ceremony on his day of retirement. Wonderful. Wow. Well deserved. Very well deserved. And then that very same day, and did you know that Disneyland had a food and wine festival as well as Disney World? Because I certainly didn't. The food and wine festival opens for its fourth consecutive year at Disney's California Adventure in 2009. This year's festival, dubbed World Celebration, focuses on the cultures, experiences, and flavors from all around the world that influence California. The festival will run for a measly 45 days. (laughs) Yeah, and Brenda, last week we talked about um, the Food and Wine Festival coming up. Yeah. And um, it starts July 27th at Epcot through November 18th. And it is a hundred and fourteen days. Yeah. So, so yeah. And I think just, that's shorter than last year. It yeah. might be. I didn't. I didn't look, but it might yeah. be. 
But yeah, 45 days, 45 days, that's nothing. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, good history, Sophie. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Uh Well, let's see what we can do today. (laughs) Are you ready? Prepare to be amazed, people. Yep, prepare to be amazed. This character lives on a small rock in the ocean. Scuttle. (laughs) Don't make Brenda choke on her water. (laughs) Was it that easy? Yeah. I'm like, small rock? Oh my gosh. Small island, now that might be different, but a small rock. (laughs) Well, as you can tell, she is correct. (laughs) My other clues were that this character thinks he knows everything about the human world. (laughs) And um, this character... Shares his knowledge and does his best to help. Those were my three clues. Obviously, not all needed. (laughs) Thank you for the easy one, Daddy. I didn't think that would, I didn't think that clue would have been that easy. Oh my gosh, that is just amazing. Yeah, always, as always. Scuttle from the Little Mermaid. Oh my goodness gracious. She memorizes the book, I think. Oh actually. my god. No, goodness. I don't. I just memorize the movies. <laughs> All right. Well, now that that who's who character has been stumped. Yes, Sophie, you <laughs> rock as always. Not, has not been stumped. It's time for a little bit of walk. So Brenda, of walk. close us out, honey. All right. To retreat from any of the principles handed down by our forefathers who shed their blood for the ideals we still embrace would be a complete victory for those who would destroy liberty and justice for the individual. Mm. Walt Disney. Wow. Walt Disney, the man. The man. The The man. man. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Well, my friends, that wraps us up for this week. Next week... We are having a foodie episode. Yes! We love food. We love food. We love food. And this episode, we are going to talk about pizza. And specifically, we are going to share our top three places to get pizza at Walt Disney World. Yes! Pizza! So, So that could be... Um... In the park, at a resort, at Disney Springs, anywhere in the Walt Disney World complex. So, we're each going to list three things because I'm worried if we only listed one, then we might all have the same one. <laughs> so, so we're going to list our top three places. So, stay tuned. And in the meantime, think about what your top three places are, people, and share them with us. We're doing top three each, right? Top three each. Well, yeah, but like, I don't know. I can think of more than three. Yeah. Gotta narrow it down. Narrow it down to three or or pull an executive decision like I do and have like six 
honorable mentions. Yes, that sounds more like it. <laughs> or you could be like me and you can't eat it except one way, so you have to choose the ones that will actually make what you can eat. There you go. And that's why I knew for a fact that Aunt Brenda and I would have different top ones. Yes. Yeah, for, for once. <laughs> yep. For once. So that is what we're looking at next week. And until then, I'm Mike. She's Sophie. That's Brenda. And he's Grogu. And we hope you all have a great week. And we will see you on the road. road. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Yes. <laughs>